0: You know, three years ago, um, I upgraded um, my review of issue 197 of the Archisonic book to 1080p at 60fps. And then I think last year or so, I may have done it in 4K, I gotta go double check. But part of that review was the fact that we had... Two plots going on at the same time in the main story. One of them involves Sonic taking Scourge to the zone, to the no-zone, if you will, to Sonic, the zone cop, his zone cop version of himself, to place him under arrest. The other that I'm going to talk about here is known as Sally's Trial. That's the second plot of the main story. And this had to do with the fact that, apparently, Sally went against orders in a supposedly treasonous way to protect the planet, you know, from invasion. That being from the suppression squad from Moebius, although one of the members is Fiona Fox from Mobius. But that's another, another story for another time, which I think we already know. Anyway, the one that basically had brought Sally to trial, basically with these accusations, these charges, was Hamlin. Hamlin, of course, was originally introduced as one of the substitute freedom fighters in the Princess Sally miniseries and made a few appearances after that. Um, his character trait, obviously, is he's very prideful and sort of short-tempered, hard-tempered, whatever you want to call it. And he brought Sally to trial as part of the Royal Council. He had run along with his other fellow substitute fighters in Penelope and Dylan, along with Taylor's mom, Rosemary, Mina's mom, Isabel, you know, Uncle Chuck, Rotor, you know, uh, like I said, Dylan, Penelope, along with Hamlin. And, you know, you had Sally's brother, King Elias, as part of that. And, basically, Hamlin had brought her to this point because he was accusing her, like I said, of treason, of going against orders. Even though Sally stated that everything she did was to help protect the planet and was at the consent, somewhat, of the council. And although she did bring up some good points that eventually got her out of being pretty much found guilty and sentenced to who knows how long in prison, she, along with a lot of fans, didn't know exactly the reason why Hamlin was doing this, why of all people, you know, he would do this. And Hamlin made it very clear to her. Hamlin made it clear that he was upset that the reason he ran for the Royal Council is because he wanted to help make a difference in people's lives and that he wanted to make sure that the freedom fighters and anybody fighting on behalf of the Kingdom of Acorn and Mobius fought correctly for them. But mainly it's because of the fact that, you know, when you read his dialogue in this scene, he basically states to Sally that he was when she tells him or asks him and wonders why, you know, because she, she was one of his freedom fighters, he implicitly states substitute freedom fighters, trained by the best, which is her, only to be left behind time and time again. In other words, his reasoning for disdain towards Sally, disdain towards Sonic, as we see later on, and so on and so forth, is because neither one of them came up to him or Dylan or Penelope. Penelope or mostly him, and said, hey, you want to join us on this mission? You know, you're a trained freedom fighter, you want to join us? He felt forgotten. He felt, you know, underutilized. Like, you know, I was trained by the very best. You know, why can't, and I was officially dubbed a freedom fighter, substitute, that is, but still a freedom fighter, but yet I'm not given the chance to go out and prove myself as I've done in the past. And outside of the Sally miniseries, him and his team only did it like once. And that was it. But, you know, he basically, I guess you could say, is looked at as the antagonist, the villain of, you know, of this whole situation, of this whole Sally's Trial portion of 197's main story. But, when one looks at it, you know, especially looking back, you know, to when it first came out. And it came out when I was, I had just moved here, I believe. Um, around that time. You know, Hamlin. It, it seemed to me that what this was setting up Hamlin for was to either make him a traitor. Not a traitor in the sense of what Silver was looking for, but a traitor nonetheless. Basically someone that would be, you know, misled, misguided, you know, when it came to the power he was given. And it looked like maybe they might go that way when Naugus was brought into the fold as the new king. Like maybe this is the opportunity Hamlin would need to gain more power. But it never was. And there were various examples in the moment where Hamlin, um, part of the council, was shown that he couldn't make a decision when needed to be right away. Thus proving that the only reason he put Sally on trial was out of bitterness. He was upset, he was angry at the fact that she did not give him the time of day, you know, and by extension, the other substitute freedom fighters, the time of day to go out and prove themselves alongside those that trained them. And here's the thing, and I think I mentioned this originally in the review, even though Hamlin, you know, has a right to be upset that, hey, you train me to be the very best um train me and my fellow substitute fighters to be you know ready when needed and yet all we've ever done is sit on the sidelines you know all we've ever done is sit on the sidelines and nothing more so you know one could probably understand its bitterness but you know towards that but when you get down to it, when you get down to it, Sally had reasons. And that reason was basically, yes, they were freedom fighters, but they were alternatives. It's kind of like, let's say, in in football or any major sport, you have backup players. You have your starting team, someone goes down, you call upon your backup to come in and fill in that void. A good example is uh, uh, last week. When the 49ers um, beat the Seahawks. And that was in the opening quarters, opening half of the game, Trey Lance went down with an injury. And Jimmy Gallopolo had to step in. Now, Jimmy was the starter the year before, Trey was the backup. This year, Trey was the starter, Jimmy was the backup. And all of a sudden, Jimmy's called upon to fill the field of void that Trey left behind. And that's kind of the position that Hamlin, Dylan, and Penelope were in, and Larry the Lynx, by extension, uh, were in. You know, they were in, um, you know, they were in this situation to where basically, you know, they would be called upon only when needed. And as far as I, I could tell, Dylan, Penelope, uh, the Amadillo guy, I can't think of his name right now, were all fine with being the backup players. All fine with the idea of, hey, if you need us, we're here. If you need us to feel the voice of someone, we're here. Hamlin was never obviously happy about that. His ambition, his goal was, hey, I got trained by the best, which means I'm going to be front and center when the action happens. But he never got that chance. And like I said, there have been examples and issues that followed that prove he's not the kind of person that needs, that should be in the position he is right now. Owl and everything, because all he did was run for it because he was bitter. Not just because he wanted a better, better life for his fellow people in the, Mobius and in the kingdom of Acorn. But he wanted basically to prove, you know, himself to be better than, you know, what Sally had anticipated basically prove hey if I can do this great you know if I can be the best at this then why can't I be the best on the field why won't you call upon me to be a, be the best but yeah the the trial in the story was basically one that Hamlin had put Sally on mainly out of bitterness out of anger not understanding that yeah you know you are a freedom fighter but you know as she told the council, look I have years of experience. Me and my friends, you know, have years of experience dealing with, you know, the evils of this world, trying to protect, you know, trying to, you know, protect the world from the evils within. You know, we have experience. And that should have came, that should have gotten across to someone like Camelon, like, look, you are a freedom fighter, but you don't have the experience me and my friends do. So you should understand that probably better than anybody, but he doesn't, because he felt you know, left behind and forgotten, and to me, that's, that's no reason to want to run for, you know, elective office and anything, just because you want to, as you put, as he puts out, hey, I want to make a better life for my f- people, and I want to make sure the people that fight for them do it the right way, you know, you don't do that because, hey, you're angry, you know, out, at. at you're know, angry at the princess who trained you for not basically taking you aside and say, "Hey, Hamlin, you're now part of the team. Let's go and be freedom fighters together." No, you don't do that. You, you know, you basically take what she give. You take that training she gave you, and you learn from it more. And you learn that, you know, the reason you're called substitute freedom fighters is to be called into action when needed, like that one time in an issue where they actually had to go save the freedom fighters themselves. But basically you know you would think he would learn that hey given the title substitute freedom fighters it means we are to you know be ready when need to be when we we need to be ready when called upon basically and again you know he felt angry about that and it showed that obviously he didn't fully understand like it's like his physical training in everything his knowledge and training of being a freedom fighter you know, was complete, but not, was complete, and he fully understood it, it, but there were still lessons about being a freedom fighter that he didn't understand. Like, sometimes, yeah, you are a team member, but you're the one that needs to be called upon, you know, just in case something goes wrong, or something like that. So, you know, so when I look back at this subplot in the main story, or this second plot, in the main story of 197, I look at the fact that, you know, it shows that even within, eternally within, you know, there can be power corrupt, power will corrupt people. And that power will corrupt people based on their bitterness, the that bitterness and anger they have towards others that they once looked up to and thought they could trust, but not understanding that that person has the best intentions in mind, you know, when it comes to being a freedom fighter, that they need to, and that they need to understand. Hey, don't expect us to say, hey, now that you substitute freedom fighters or freedom fighters, come join us on missions because there are some missions that they they may not be ready for, and they still have to learn and train for. You know, that's you know why they she he was never called upon. Or something, but yeah, I, I look at the fact that this also like I said, had the potential to do more. I think, you know, when you look at Hamlin, he definitely went into that candidacy of one of the traitors Silver was looking for, but, of course, that got Ixnayed later on, but he was still looked at early on as a potential traitor, as a potential traitor to the kingdom. Because of the power, you know, the position of power he was in, and then when you add Nog is taking over the throne later on, it really amped up that suspicion even more so of him being a traitor or at least one of the traitors uh, to the cause, basically because he's corrupted by power. And it looked like that's what they were heading towards too. He was, you know, even with Nog is not becoming king, it looked like there was a storyline being set to where, in my opinion, Hamlin was going to get corrupted by power and the end result was he'd be dismissed from the council and maybe dismissed from the kingdom of Acorn. And as a result, he would join, you know, Eggman's side, you know, just to get revenge, you know, just to get revenge, you know, at, you know, at the Freedom Fighters, at Sally, at Sonic, and so on. It's kind of like how people look at the Jackrabbit guy of the Sandblast Freedom Fighters and how they're not actually Freedom Fighters in the sense that they, you know, in the true sense that they should be, and they look at this guy as someone that would have been more suited of uh, switching sides with Beauregard Robot, you know, and Beauregard being the leader of the Freedom Fighters and Jack Rabbit being, you know, an egg boss for um, you know, for Doctor Eggman or Doctor Robotnik. And it would've made more sense. Honestly it would. And I think there were plans for that eventually to happen in the future. Had you know what behind the scenes occurred, not uh, not occurred, I should say. But yeah, I definitely look like there was. I look, look at the fact that there was potential with the Hamlin, you know, bitterness in the story towards Sally, and you know, and everything. And this trial, I think, uh, was to me the setting point. It was like the setup point, the the foundation build point, if you will, of something maybe potentially more coming out to where. I think eventually he probably would have been deemed a traitor because he would have gotten corrupted with power, maybe banished, you know, for, or not ban, but well, banished, exiled from the kingdom because you know he let his bitterness corrupt, you know, you know, corrupt him in his power and and all that, and you know maybe as a result, like I said, he ends up joining Eggman to get revenge. We don't know. The possibilities were there, and I think had things aligned a certain way, like, to me, they could have, when you look back on that story, I think we could have had something good on our hands. So, yeah, you know, again, the potential was there, and everything, you know, had things aligned a certain way, um, like I think they were going to, despite what other people may say, even those working on the comic, in my opinion. Uh, but let me know what your thoughts were. What are your th- what were your thoughts when this trial portion of one ninety seven happened? How did you feel about it? What did you think of Hamlin, you know, being the instigator of this, the catalyst of this, basically the villain, the antagonist of this, you know, and doing it basically out of bitterness, not just running for office, but basically trying to put Sally away for something that she was doing that was, you know, the right thing to do, that was the more justified thing to do for the planet. What were your thoughts over overall on that? And what do you think it could have led? Do you think it would have led to him, you know, being corrupted by power, and then being banished, you know, from the kingdom because of that, and joining up with Eggman? What are your thoughts? Comment below, live chat during the premiere, like the video. Super chat, super stickers are on during the live chat, and super thanks after the premiere. Check me out on my B.W. Roses discussion podcast and all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora and at Patreon.com at BWRoses, and at my Teespring store um, as well. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you later, but, you know, give me your thoughts. Let me know how you feel about it. And until next time, I'm out.